Welcome back to the Play On Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Stavros. Today we'll be speaking with Madison Kist and Stephanie Resnick, two of the actors from the Shakespeare in the Schools touring production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Madison is a California-grown, New York-based actor with an MFA in acting from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Prior to working for the Utah Shakespeare Festival, she's worked with Santa Cruz Shakespeare, Arts Center of Coastal Carolina, and the Nevada Conservatory Theater. Stephanie is originally from New York. She received her MFA in performance from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. She's worked for Great River Shakespeare Festival, Shakespeare Theater of New Jersey, Nevada Conservatory Theater, Jewish Repertory Theater of Nevada, and Titan Theater Company. Madison and Stephanie, thank you for joining us on the Play On Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for well, having us. It sounds like you had a... You're just fin- for our listeners. You're, as we were time we record this, we're just finishing our sort of southern leg of the tour. You guys got back from Arizona very late last night. Yes, uh, we did. So thank you for being here this morning. Uh, and really, we want to talk and sort of check in and see how no, now more than halfway through the tour your uh, experiences. But before we do that, uh, we want to learn a little more about you. So uh, Stephanie, we can we can start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into theater, and what brought you to uh, the Utah Shakespeare Festival touring production of Midsummer Night's Dream. Cool, yeah. Um, I grew up uh, in New York, just right outside New York City, in a little town called New City. Um, And there, I didn't do much theater, but I was a dancer, and I loved performing, but I went to college for journalism. I studied at the journalism school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Awesome. Yeah, and had this kind of realization, like this, like, kind of quarter-life crisis of, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, do I want to spend my day at a computer all day? And I was like, no, I want to perform. So I decided after I graduated, I would move back to New York City and study theater and take one class and then be an actor. And then realize... That's that's how it's done. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take a class and they're going to teach me how to be an actor and it's going to be great. (laughs) So I realized there's a lot more to acting um, and I just fell completely head over heels, became obsessed um, and then decided later that I would get a master's because I really wanted to study classical theater. Um, Shakespeare really excited me. Uh, So I went to UNLV with with the Madison Kist. Um, (laughs) That's where we met. That's our, our... meet cute um, <laughs> and uh, loved it and uh, met Brian uh, Brian Vaughn because he came and directed us in Christmas Carol and so that's where we made the connection with Utah and I sent in a video to Britannia and was like please like me <laughs> um, and so here I am awesome well it's interesting coming from you know from you mean you dance but from an undergraduate background in journalism what as you work on this piece of sort of iconic classical theater has there as you have done this or other shows has there been a connection in your mind between the sort of the nature of writing and words as you study them in journalism to your work as an actress as an actor oh definitely I have a complete love and obsession for words I think that's why I love Shakespeare so much that's why I fell in love with just dissecting each word and the rhythm of the language and I think that's probably why I feel so connected to it awesome Madison, uh, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I'm from California in a real small town where there's not a ton of theater, but I grew up doing um, this little community theater outside of the town, and my mom put me in a show when I was like seven years old. And from then on, it was always my extracurricular. And um, as I got older, I realized that I'd spent most of my time doing that and should probably just continue. (laughs) (laughs) Done this enough. I think I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I went and got my undergraduate degree in theater arts at California State University, Chico. Cool. 
Yeah, and then um, right after I thought, I I really want to go to grad school. This wasn't enough. I kind of went back and forth between musical theater and um, just straight theater and then thought I wanted to really take this seriously and then went to UNLV. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thus the meet cute, good. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw that produ- it was the, the production of Christmas Carol just a few years ago. Yeah, and I yeah. saw that production. It was great. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, cool. Well, jumping. Re- oh, thank you. Uh, jumping right now, I'll come, uh, Madison. I want to just hit on something you just said. Uh, coming from a really small town, as you have done this leg of the tour, you've seen some fairly small towns. Mm-hmm. Um, t- was it it? Talk about your experience knowing what it's like to live in a small town and sort of experience theater on a small scale from the inside. Talk about your experience now being an actor bringing theater into a community like that. Um, I thought about that a lot, actually, because so many of the towns remind me of the one I came from. And um, it's got me really excited to share Shakespeare with them and introduce them to it at an early age because, I mean, it wasn't until college and really till grad school that I got into Shakespeare and was truly exposed to it. So that's been really fun to bring it to kids who I know were probably like me and won't come across it until a lot later Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been really fun. And I I find that the small, we've been talking about how the the smaller schools, the, the tinier the theater, the bigger the reaction and the more appreciation almost. It's, yeah. it's been really fun to go into these little spaces, have to have half our set and whatever it may be, and they just rave about us and yeah. are great audiences. So, it's well, it's, really cool. I mean, you were literally bringing you know water in the desert in some ways. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> still figuratively, I suppose. But you're bringing something that it doesn't come very often, and it's nice to hear that generally that there's an appreciation for it. Yeah, it's really uh, special. Do you feel like there's that there? That the audience, I mean, sort of rate the audiences as you've had them in terms mm-hmm. of their preparation and experience in, in, in how ready they are for Shakespeare or the language or the show. Do they seem like they're engaged and experiencing it for the first time or they know the plays really well? Or do you, is there a sense of that from either working on stage or visiting with them before or after? It, it varies. Um, s- some of the schools have read the play right before we got there, which is really fun because then we have a lot of interact audience interaction before the show. Mm-hmm. Well, like Stephanie, for example, does. And um, they all know who we're playing and they're, they ask questions like, well, are you really in love with him? And that's before they've even seen the show. So for the most part, they kind of are familiar with the story. Um, but then others, you can tell sometimes there's a sense of, our whole school has to be here. <laughs> yeah. This mm-hmm. was planned. Yeah. I don't really care, but here yeah, we are. here we are. Yeah. But often that turns a corner at the end, especially when we get to teach workshops to them and really interact with them one-on-one. Um, then usually there's a bit more, oh, what's this weird thing you guys do? And a little more intrigue. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, you play multiple characters in the role. We'll talk to you, Madison, about playing Puck in just a minute. But in terms of your sort of, you sort of split all three worlds of the play. You're one of the lovers, you're uh, in the rustics, and you're a fairy. Um, talk about that as from, from a sort of role preparation perspective and now out on the road. How has, what's that like sort of being in all three major worlds of the play? It's super fun. Um, I, I love it. And I think uh, doing that keeps the play so exciting for me, um, knowing that I just have to like run off stage and change really quickly and come on as someone else in a completely different world. Uh, preparation for that, a lot of that 
just came in rehearsal, mm -hmm. um, just making like, just differentiating physical choices and vocal choices and the costumes really helped. Steve did such a beautiful job with the costumes and I feel different every time I put on my different costume. How, how we were so excited here in, in Cedar City thinking about the students' reaction to this costume design particularly. Yeah. How has it been, what, what are some of the reactions you've had from students as far as either writing on the costumes or just seeing the world of paper as clothes, as paper? What's that been like? Yeah, people have had such positive reactions. And I was like, this is weird. What is this made <laughs> of? And I just, I love that we get to include them in our show by speaking to them beforehand, by having them write their name on our costumes, by having them write what they think about love, which is really fun. That's some audience will just say, oh, just write uh, whatever you think about love. What, offhand, can you think of any, what's uh, the craziest thing you've Love stinks. Um, <laughs> love is a wild ride, which I love from like a 10 year old. I'm like, is it? <laughs> like, are you, are you sure? It shouldn't be for you, but it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and just some beautiful <laughs> things like, um, uh, like love is the best way to share who you are, things like that. And I'm just like, this is your perspective on love. You come from this town, you're this age, and this is what you think about love. And we're going to do a whole play for you. All that love. And we have it sort of memorialized as part of your costumes for at least the run of the show, perhaps yeah. for longer. That's really cool. Yeah, and sometimes I'll just have people write who they love or um, just, just write the name of someone you love. And I love when, like, the high school boys are like, oh, my mom. And then the other kids like, oh, yeah, I have to write my mom, too. And I was like, <laughs> sweet young boys. Oh. Um, I have pizza written on my costume in well, multiple places. Yeah, I mean, I agree. pizza's awesome. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> cool. Madison, you playing one role as Puck, uh, you are also in all three worlds, but you bridge them as the same sort of character, and you have a measure of control over them uh, as a character. Um, what do you what What is sort of your role with the What is your role with the audience in terms of that world? Is it to keep the story moving along? Is it to to bind it all together? What do you feel like is your role as Puck throughout this uh, touring experience? Um, I well, I kind of feel. Both of those things, like, um, I feel like I kind of have a string that I get to thread through the whole show and bring it all back together. And, you know, our show's really condensed sure. as well. And so there's a lot, um, a lot of puck stuff that's cut, but I still feel like the way we've blocked it and um, the way it's been directed, I get to kind of still piece everything together and stay present. And then on the other side of that, I get to start in the audience walk on, pick up the book, and finish the whole play um, with the closing of the story, which really feels like I'm kind of an analog for the audience. And I always, I get to check on with the, check in with them so much that I feel like I'm always on their team. So it's been really fun. Sometimes we have, you know, a bunch of second graders and during the kissing and whatever happen is happening on stage, they may scream, ew, or laugh, or whatever, and I get to do that with them. <laughs> so it's been really cool. Depending on the age group, my reactions kind of change because I try and stay in line with them um, and keep their perspective in, in tune with mine. Um, so that's been really, really fun for me. Cool. Yeah. Some people think that there's, a, that there's always should be a pretty intense element of audience interaction in a Shakespeare play. Yeah. And not knowing where you came, so so the two-part two question for both of you. Before coming into this experience, knowing that you had some with Shakespeare and classical theater, did you feel like the audience and a direct audience engagement was important 
And now having done this show this way with these students, has that changed your mind at all or enhanced your sort of your impression of how important direct interaction with the audience is? Yeah, I, I've, I've always felt like it's really important. And with the character of Puck specifically, I've always wanted to play that and had ideas in my head about it. Um, I've always wanted him or her to be kind of puppeteering the show and really, really involved even even in times where there's no text spoken. Um, so that's been that's only been solidified more after doing this. Like I think that you you kind of have to connect with them. Besides that, there's so many asides and soliloquies written into Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um, even including more that you can incorporate are are really important. Because it brings them back in, too, and you can kind of call people out. If uh, There's been times where I found a couple of high school dudes sleeping, and I crawled up to them, and I grabbed them and shook them and said, wake up. <laughs> and I felt like it was okay because yeah. Shakespeare yeah. said so in a way. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the audience interaction. I, I always have thought it was an important part. Um, in grad school, we did a lot of interactive theater. We had a devising class, and we created our own work, and we just... I think it's so important, especially in today's climate, to bring people into the theater. And actually, we bring audience members on stage with us. Um, that's how interactive our show has been. Mm-hmm. And we've had such a fun experience with uh, choosing who's going to come up on stage and their own uh, individual personalities. And <laughs> I imagine every show is a little bit different depending on who, the, who you pick and yeah. how excited they are to be on stage with you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, switching then to the tour for just a minute, uh, you've been a lot of places, uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and little places in between. Do you have a favorite uh, town or performance or venue at this point, either of you, both of you? I have... We all talk about Pahrump very fondly. <laughs> we, we Pahrump, <laughs> Nevada. Um, so, so small. The, the town's small. The theater was small. Um, but they filled the house and had some of the wildest, biggest reactions and applause. And People were wearing Mardi Gras costumes, yeah. like Mardi Gras hats. <laughs> and they had noisemakers. Wow. It yeah. was that's amazing. A, that's the full groundling experience yeah. right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, one of my favorite performances was our first one uh, that we had at a youth correctional facility. And we just transformed this gym into the forest. And mm-hmm. we had like 15 young boys sitting very close to us. And we can just look them in the eye and speak to them. And we had a wonderful talk back with them. Awesome. Yeah. That was really beautiful. They seemed really moved by it, too. That's consistently one of my favorite experiences of the year is knowing that this tour hits that that correctional facility. And it's always different boys because it's a short, relatively short-term facility. And yeah. you get to, I get to hear every year that six or eight lives got changed. Oh, yeah. And we all wait. got choked up. There were tears yeah. shed in the audience. Everyone was crying. Yeah, yeah. it was it's really pow- great. Yeah. It speaks to the power of, you know, as you said before, just everyone together in a room, same time, yeah. sharing, learning, growing. Uh, off, and go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I kind of, I loved Colorado City. Mm-hmm. I, because what an interesting day we had because the two schools there seemed very separate, very divided. We went and taught workshops at one school, then we went and taught workshops at a different school. Um, and then during the performance, there was a line drawn 
So one school is on one side, like an actual yes. piece of paper um, dividing them. But they all sat there together in a town which seemed that they were rivals, and they all laughed together and enjoyed the play together and had this collective experience, which was so cool. And they were probably one of our best audiences. They were listening to everything. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, I... As I understand it, that's a group that is always prepared for the show. There's yes. lots of work that they do ahead of your arrival to, to go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other thing that I love about I, this tour is not just the great schools and towns you get to go to, but there's the beauty of the Southwest that is a part of your experience as well. What's been your favorite uh, place that you visited, whether on the clock or off the clock? Is there something that stands out to each of you that... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're really that you're. I mean, you both went to school in Las Vegas, so it's not like it's brand new to either of you. But and you grew up in California. But is there something that was fun or unique? Yeah. Well, we went to the Grand Canyon yeah. and had to had to. We got to spend a whole weekend there, so we had a full day off to just do whatever we wanted, and we stayed in the park five minutes from oh, the trails. Cool. Yeah, so we all got to, I mean, we're used to sharing vans and saying, well, can I have it at this time and this and this, but we all got to just, on our own, decide our own schedule, which is now we I see like inside a, the park too, which was so cool. Yeah, yeah. And so we all got to go on hikes and kind of do our own thing. And that was lovely. And the stage we we ended up playing on there was, um, it was in the library and it was, it had stairs in the middle of it. It was two different heights. It was carpeted Carpeted. As well. And we have lots of things that roll. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah. Good. So it felt Stairs like, and carpet. Yeah. yeah, so it felt like a whole new show. We kind of had to change a lot of blocking. and um, But those audience were, audiences were great, too. The rangers all came to our evening performance. Yeah, and the park rangers, they were... And they were so thankful. They were like, we don't ever get to do anything yeah. like this. They've like, been really thank bored. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, off season at the Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time and talents with us, sharing your time this morning. Uh, we have. It's been so nice to hear you about your roles, your time on the tour, and we can't wait to see what uh, the Northern Leg looks like. For more information, you can find on our website at bard.org slash tour. You can see the schedule and find out where to see this talented group of actors bringing the words of William Shakespeare to life. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Play On Podcast. Be sure to go back and listen to past interviews on the festival webpage. Check out the latest episode released every other Friday with your favorite directors, actors, and designers from our 2017 season.